Welcome back to Immortals Inc. Podcast. It's Carlos, along with Brock, and uh, we're back here to uh, talk about some uh, games and toys and happiness here at the <laughs> shop. Actually, so, oh, you anyway, know, actually, what we started, uh, we were working on today was uh, Brock has decided to run a Ards Magica campaign. Fifth edition. So, yeah, it's up to fifth edition, and I've never played. I am about due for running my, or not running, but being in a campaign myself, and I'm glad he's going to take this over. Yeah, so Ars Magic is one of the older can- older role-playing games. Um, it's been around, I mean, Cthulhu, Ars Magica, one point Atlas Games had it, and then I think they have it now. White Wolf owned it for a while. Um, there's been some company splits. White Wolf. Yeah, White Wolf actually owned Ars Magica in the third edition. That's why there's some crossover. House Tremere is one of the, the clans of vampires, and it's also one of the houses of the wizards in that game, because they it, at one point during third edition, when they were writing all the storyline stuff, it they split and both of them took some of the content with them ours magic yeah yeah so in vampire the, the game vampire the wizard vampires are house tremere oh now i remember yeah, yes yeah. yes now i remember there is a okay i got it i couldn't remember that's also one of the houses in one of the 12 houses in ours magic but atlas yeah who had it originally they started their own i think it was atlas and then white wolf bought atlas maybe i could be wrong this this could be Totally wrong. Another, and then uh, another whole event we're gonna have to figure out at one point or another. <laughs> we have Google. We should be able to figure this out. Uh, I'm not too tired to use Google. But then, uh, but then they they split. I think around fourth edition, and then Atlas Games had it, and then they they came up with a fifth edition a few years back. Probably about ten years ago, actually. And it's it's the the latest edition for it. It's they've been so how long has it been out? When's the original? When did it originally come out? It's it's one of the older games. I mean, it's it's been around as long as I can remember. I have a book right here. I guess I could reach over and grab it. <laughs> Fun fact about the fifth edition: I actually play tested it when it, when when uh, oh, my, God. my name's in the front uh, in the in the front of the book it's kind of awesome no it's not yeah, it is look in there if you look at the play testers uh, there's a little Brock close right up there about halfway down the first round the first round yeah I think you're lying to me no it's actually in there so one of the cool things about Ars Magica is it's the most advanced, I think it's the, the best magic system in any role-playing game because you can basically do anything, anything you can think of. That The system is there so that you can create magic on the fly and, and, and there's a system for being able to do just about anything you want to do. Mm. Well, I did find Brock Close. <laughs> oh, there you are, Brock Close, Gary Mangles, a couple other people yeah, too. Yeah, all sorts of people from the old Goblin days. That's when oh, we were doing yeah. this. Second round. Oh, anyway, why well, I picked up the book? It says cap. Well, 2004. Looks like it came out first in 2004. So that's that's the the fifth edition came out in 2004. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, when the original edition came oh, out. Oh, in the 90s. I think the third edition was like 93, maybe. You'd think they'd have that in here. I've never. I don't think I've ever even seen the first edition Ars Magica stuff. It's it's older than me. So I don't think it's that old, but I was gonna say I don't think so. I guess it doesn't matter, but <laughs> so yeah, you can you, you they give you in the magic system there's skills you know there's there's skills and stats like like any other role playing game. But then when you have magic, you have five techniques. So you have um, I create. It's all in Latin because this is myth, mythic Europe and it's mm. it's all historical role playing. So you have I create and you have a, a point for that. You have I perceive. There's there's I, I change. I control and I destroy. And then you have the, oh yeah. The, <laughs> 
I was trying to figure out where they got these. It is Latin. It's all Latin, yeah. So, <laughs> I, was looking, I was looking at this earlier. I'm like, what does this even mean? Why would they just make up names? And I'm like, oh, it's now that you, now it's Latin. Yeah, it's, it's... You know, I took three years of Latin. I did, too. I don't remember much other than, like, Parwa Puella was well, a it little Well, it improved my English. <laughs> I can't pronounce anything, but it improved my English, like, understanding. Oh, sure. Dead language, guys. Don't take Latin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't, who sure. even uses Latin now? I think they still use it in church a little bit. Oh, um, obviously. <laughs> Pharmacies or doctors or maybe when they're naming plants, yeah, maybe, maybe. yeah, that could be it. So yeah, so anyways, you, then you have <laughs> these ten techniques, and it's it's earth, fire, wind, air, animal, body, spirit, magic, and, and so you you have scores all those. So you have like a like a five in that create and a and a three in 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 air. And so if you wanted to create a um, a windstorm, you'd have a score of eight because you'd add those two together. But if you had um, a fifteen in in destroy and a three in air, um, and and there was a hurricane coming in you'd have an 18 score to, to destroy the, the the hurricane and kind of calm the winds down or mm. so so anything that you can think of you you just mix and match these stats for and you can do magic on the fly it's yeah i read the uh, i started reading i read the history in the background and i think it was pretty cool i like the idea that none of the mages would come together because there's no defense against magic yeah yeah and, and they would just kill each they other they're all paranoid yeah, yeah. they're all paranoid oh god you know like who would meet to share ideas and the ones like oh my god this guy's gonna kill me and yeah. then he would, the first quickest draw is basically what happened there and then they, they that's what the background for the story and the story is that they finally developed magic to stop that you know like defend against other magic and then once that happened everybody could get along right right that was the whole system for the the wizards to be able to like create a community was you had to have some sort of defense against the, yeah, against the other wizards because <laughs> they were all going to get you <laughs> all right so I, I googled while we were talking and the first edition came out in 1987 and it was um lion rampant games was the publisher that came out yeah i don't even remember that one i'm gonna have to buy that now jonathan tweet has been the designer since the very beginning so that's that's kind of interesting he did a lot of other stuff in that i must own the first edition yeah i've never i've I've never, I'm looking at this. And I've never even seen this before. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I'll have to find it. So yeah, so it's a, it's, it's neat because it's, uh, it's all historic. So you can, you know, it's, it's set in the game is set in I think 1120. Um, so it's the Dark Ages and it's before the the Renaissance and wizards live <laughs> an extra long time and there's, you know, there's still fairies and yeah. the power of belief with with angels and demons. Well, I like that it coexists with normal people, even the mm-hmm. religion, even like uh, the church exists. Yeah. And it's like the, the way I read it, the church kind of takes a you got the hard hardliners that want it gone because it's evil, and mm-hmm. then you got the other ones that are like, well, whatever, it's magic, who cares? Well, well there's 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 four realms in the in the game. So you have the the magic which is there and it's kind of a neutral and then you have the fairy realm so that those those two kind of work yeah fairies are not nice in this no no they're not like the happy little tinkerbell type fairies they're the they're they're the ones that come out and steal your babies and eat your children and well that's why i always viewed a fairy (laughs) i I don't know why goblins and dwarves are considered fairies yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you know they're bad and then you have the other two is is the domain the dominion which is the church you know it's god's power and then there's Mm -hmm. the infernal which is the devil and then that's god's power in the game really has a power oh it trumps magic it just yeah it always tr- wins, yeah, yeah. That's the fascinating part about it. It's like, it's not saying religion is good or bad. It just no. trumps magic, right. whether it's by belief or mm-hmm. an actual physical being or whatever. Same, same with Infernal. So the, the devil's power also trumps yeah, magic. Yeah, so they ex- yeah. exist, mm-hmm. you know. So you got these two. I like that, that the wizards also know that one or the other could trump them. Oh, yeah. So they just kind of tread lightly. And oh, say, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's, not, uh, let's not play that. And then it's it's a real political game. But the other neat thing about the game is that it does um, troop-style gaming. So, you know, it, it, it spans over... You know, a character can live, a wizard can live like 250 years. And so you play a, a group, you play like the, the Covenant, which is, is all where all these wizards come together and learn and study. But then every character, you get a wizard character, which is kind of your main character. And then you'll get like a companion. So it could be like your knight or an archer or a scholar or, you know, the... Right. 
Shoeshine Boy. The Shoeshine Guy. Yeah, yeah. So that, those are like the main characters who, you know, your wizards could be off studying for three months at a time in, in, a, in a laboratory getting powerful. And, and, you know, half the group wants to go off and hunt down like a dragon's tears because it's they're going to use it to make some sort of, you know, crazy m- magic artifact. So you take the archer and the three fighters and then a couple of wizards and you all go off on an adventure and then the other wizards stay back. And so, so you can play multiple characters in this. That's what's, that's or what's fun. what I like, too, is like my schedule is hectic mm-hmm. as far as playing like a, my work schedule. So... If I can't play, I can still create characters that mm-hmm. they can take, you know, and if, if a companion dies, then okay, cool, yeah, that's my, that, that'll that'll satisfy my role-playing experience, I'll create another companion, mm-hmm. and like, all right, well, you killed off my good wizard, or mm-hmm. killed off my good fighter, I guess I'll make another one, yeah. you know, and, and then give it to one of the other players, hey, play this guy. Mm-hmm. And then you could write a whole background to it, like this is how he's going to act. In essence, you're still there, or your your influence is still in the game as long as they follow through with you know the, sure. the actual role playing. Which goes back to the role playing, because like then I'm playing and like say somebody else can't make it, I can read their character, or can I can add it up. You mm-hmm. know, I can totally get into that part of it. Oh know? sure, yeah. And then the other neat thing about it too is so so then you have your companions, which are, are kind of high powered special characters. But then you just have your shield grog. They're just there's unks. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is the guy that scrubs the pots during the week. But we're gonna take him out and. <laughs> Give him a bow and arrow, and he's going to shoot stuff. And then, can you aim? You got two good eyes. Come here. There's a, there's some neat mechanics in the game. They they do real well with aging. So you know characters because it lasts so long, just die of old age. So you might have your favorite little shield grog guy. He was a castle scullion that you know the the porter that ran water up to the toilets. And as he as he grows older, he advances up and becomes a you know a general in your little grog army. Yeah. yeah. And then at some point, you know, you're on an adventure, and all of a sudden it gets cold, and he dies at night because he's like <laughs> 85 years old. <laughs> oh, I forgot he got old. So they uh, they, they do a really good. Should job we of, check this? This should be on your check. List. How old are my grogs? Right, right. Yeah, he's got a lot of experience points. He's pretty yeah, good. Take he's him. pretty good. Pretty good. Wait, he's forty. <laughs> I mean, forty's old in those days. I know. I know. It's like thirty-five. Like you were explaining the rules. Like you, you reach your uh, magehood at twenty, mm-hmm. and then you start taking. Uh, do they call it decrepitation? Yeah, th- thir- I think it's thirty-five. Sorry. You start getting decrepitude points, and then yeah, you, you know, like your hands just... get all palsied, and like all of a sudden you're, you, you've got the hump back. Yeah, all of a sudden it's like, oh man. Like, I'm trying to think how many decrepit points do I have now? Or in, decrepitation points. In real life, I've got quite a few. You know, i got a knee that hurts every time it storms. I'm going to take my uh, juice of power, also known as scotch. But he'd be better. But uh, no, it's a it's a, it's an interesting game. They've done a really good job with uh, with the overall mechanics and make and, and playing a game that can scope you know a couple hundred years where you know you you can have more. It takes a lot to DM though, doesn't it? It, it does, and and, and even game, the, or whatever they call it, GM or whatever. The uh, the other thing that's interesting about it is that just the character creation. So you literally build a character from birth, like like you're spending experience. Yeah, points I on. saw that. Yeah, we were doing that tonight. <laughs> I was like, he's like, well, you get forty five for being born. I go, what? I get forty five experience for being born. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so that was a very very tiring birthday. <laughs> The first five years of your life, they give you. A if I came out the wrong way, do I get sixty? I mean, I guess that there's there's feats for that. So yeah, but yeah. You, you could. I was a uh, whatever that's called when uh, you had to get turned around in the wood or something. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, but it looks fun. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. So well, the neat thing. So when this game came out, well, it's fifth edition, so it's got to be good. It's, yeah, fifth is always the good edition. Well, it's <laughs> the fact that it lasted that long. I like the, the fact that now that technology is advanced, you can do some creative things with gaming. So since this game, a lot of times is not always just sitting down and, and running adventures. A lot of it's, you know, pencil and paper, leveling up your character kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We've created a Facebook group, like a closed group for, for our game, so that we're, we're going to invite more players than we expect to show up. But then they can say, hey, I, 
I can't be there Sunday. I've got to, you know. Yeah, actually, because then it's like a real, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't even think about this, it. like a real co- uh, covenant. I hate to say that because it's going to sound terrible. Right. But it's a real covenant of wizards. Yeah. Because you could have literally 20 guys in that group. Right. And only six or seven would show up or five or six would show up for a game each night. And yeah. the rest of them could be running around. But you would still see what's going on because mm-hmm. we're all still talking. It's yep. like, you know, it's like friends. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you and me talk all the time. We know what's going on. But you might be out with, you know, your brother and a couple of friends. And I might be, you know, doing whatever I'm doing. It's still one big group. You know, yeah. like the game store is the hub. And the game store is the covenant. And you probably never should say that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, th- I think with these Facebook groups, like a closed Facebook group for, for gaming, it's kind of a whole new element towards role-playing as a group because then you can throw ideas and thoughts out and bounce things off each other kind of at your own leisure. And, and there's there's a record of it where you can go back and look at that. Yeah, that's the, the, yeah, the record. So that way you're not mm-hmm. yelling and screaming or trying to figure out what happened. Right. You know, Like Josh does that for our D&D group, which is funny because he actually keeps a record of it and the other guys come in and they're like, well, what happened? And he's like, I wrote it down. I'm like, he wrote it down, man. I, you know, it's like I'm supposed to memorize it. It's like, geez. And before it was like rough, you know, like, oh, I don't know. Why are we here? You know, like I love when or, I don't know. Or we used to do the, the recaps. Like yeah. Every, 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 so who's going to do the recap? I'll give you a couple experience points if you yeah. do it. Just so you still didn't do have it. to remember. Yeah, yeah. 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 Still do it. And then uh, it's sad when I can't remember why we're here. Well, you know, you used to, when I was younger, you played every week. But now, yeah. now that I'm yeah. old and I've got a thousand things to do, you know, I, I was in three oh, states away this morning. Yeah, when you're younger, when you're like 15, 14, 15, <laughs> right. that's, all, that's your big thing. You're like, oh, I got that. What else you got to know? You ain't right. got to pay a bill or you ain't got to worry about the kids, car where you had a kid, car, job, or school. Like, hey, I got to worry about whether my fifth level fighter is going to get to the sixth <laughs> level by next week. And how he's going to get a magic item that'll stop that dragon. Yeah, how can I max this out? You know, because like, just what happened? I got a buddy, Pedro, he was on here before with the mm-hmm. role play. He loves to read and he's got a lot of gigs he does, like part-time gigs where uh-huh. he can sit and he reads. And he'll be like, hey, did you see this? You know the answer's no, right. Pedro. Why would you ask me that? <laughs> then he's going to explain it to me over the phone. And I'm like, come on, dude. I can't. I'm like one of the readers. I have to read it to understand it. If you explain it to me, I'll just stare at you for a while until I glaze over and like, what? So Pedro's the reason why you don't take my phone calls anymore? Is that, is that what you're telling me here? When I call you and it goes straight to voicemail, it's because Pedro just got on the phone with you? I have to guess. Is this a, is this a social call or just a game call? Because it's a game call. I'm going to glaze over and wreck the car. So it's, it's neat. It's the troop style storytelling is fun. So you can play multiple characters at a time and you don't have to necessarily show up to the game, which I think is, is, is a benefit. That's a big plus. A big plus to us. Um, even as the game master, I'm thinking maybe I don't have to show up sometimes. But we'll, we'll sit there and argue. Well, we'll see. You yeah, come you, back. Well, we killed Ed. <laughs> But we're thinking about resurrecting them. So one of the cool things though about this though is it's it's a it's a more advanced group. So if you have a more advanced like gamers like we've all been playing games for twenty. Oh, years I would now. not. I would not put a young person in this. No, no. But but what's I mean neat? maybe. No, 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 no. What, what's, Inexperienced or what's neat about it though is is the way that it runs. At some point, once we we kind of all get comfortable with real rules, other people can pick up and run a couple things because you know even the DM can run a character in this. Mm-hmm. You, you, your character is just a little bit absentee sometimes. You know, so when I'm running the adventure, you know the the wizard that I play may be up in his building magic items for the rest of the group. And if you have enough players, that's right. good because then you say, hey, Brock can't make. Well, you know, I got an adventure we could do or something. Absolutely. Okay, and then four or five guys. You don't even have to have in the same group. You get four or five different splinter groups going on at the same time and just one big troop of mess you know the whole time moves by seasons so there's a you know spring summer um fall and winter season so a season's three months and so if you're an adventure real time or fake time real time in the years so no no like real 
real our time. No, no, not okay. No, I was going to say yeah. because that would even be cool. Because you say, all right, we started the game in March. Yeah, the first season will be over. What are we going to do that? You know. Well, so that's how it goes in the game, though. So if you say, if I'm going to run an adventure, it would last a season. So your wizard will study for three months. You know, with spring season. Whereas these three characters are going to go off on a quest, and, and it, that's how they break up time. So there's there's four seasons to a year, and your character may do nothing, may do something, and, and you can always do downtime stuff. So my character just can do push-ups, and then at the end of a season, <laughs> you get you get you're stronger. You know, you have experience points in your athletics because you're stronger. Three months of push-ups. Right. That's know. all you did for three months, and now your guy's buffed. Buffed as long as you're pushing something. <laughs> or, or, or or my guy's going to learn how to shoot a bow. You know, you have you have the the, yeah. the pot scrubber. Like, hey, we need you to learn how to use a bow. So the the first two years while everybody's off adventuring, this guy just practices with the bow between scrubbing pots, and all of a sudden he's, he's a sharpshooter <laughs> when, you, when you're ready to take him out later. <laughs> and he cleans and he shoots. So <laughs> only else? two things I know. <laughs> what else do you need? You'll be fine. You'll be fine, kid. I know two things, scrubbing pots and shooting eyeballs. And I'm all out of pots. <laughs> So you can, we, so we last time we played, there was a character that a friend of mine built. Briggs is going to play in this one. Uh, it was it was this big dumb guy who really I think was inspired by Hodar from uh, from Game of Thrones, and he only ever said his name, and, and he was only good at one thing, and that was just being strong. And it was it, it, it's funny the crazy one set of characters you can come up with in these games. Isn't that the point of it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But no, that, it's it's a pretty uh, pretty diverse system, and it, and you you can do just about anything. We were even looking at alternate. Um, I decided to, to, to run a traditional campaign now, but we were even looking at maybe alternate um, universes to use this this campaign. Yeah, you talked about some kind of like a Mad Max yeah, I think crossover. It would, it would be kind of fun to do like a wizard world, um, like like a post-apocalyptic wizard world with using these types of rules. Like Just the because... movie Wizards? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. The cartoon. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that forever. Uh, I own it. Oh, I got to I gotta watch that. Do you have it on DVD or VHS? Blu-ray or something. What? Yeah, I bought it because I went on a... Betamax? I don't know. Probably going to go home tonight and watch it. I kind of want to borrow that now. Yeah, that's... All right. That's cool. And Heavy Metal. Those are the two I need got to watch that again. Too. I, I got it. dying to watch Heavy I Metal. Cannot, I had that song in my head for so long. Uh, uh, Sammy Hagar. Yeah. Which one's that? Uh, Sammy Hagar, Heavy Metal, right? Yeah, I can't remember the name of the song or what part of the movie it's in. Oh, I think it's when they uh, those aliens with the smiley face ship abduct that chick. <laughs> <laughs> or the robot yes. they get the robot general yes let's see and the other one is prefabricated I think was the name of the song no 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 no. it's heavy metal nightmare heavy metal I think it was just called heavy metal original soundtrack songs let's see here let's see if we can pull it up here Sammy Hagar yeah it's called heavy metal yeah that's it that's the one yeah and the other one was uh Put it in the background. No, we owe royalties to somebody, I'm sure. Oh, God, turn that off. Before he says something, turn it off. <laughs> and then the other one was uh, with Stern. When Captain Stern, when the, the sailor guy testified yeah. and turns him out, that, that song, I love that song, too. See, so the, these are the things that, you know, I, I have been thinking a lot about lately is all of that nostalgia um, stuff that, that we grew up on. They're turning him into fan fiction role-playing games now. There was, there was one I came across this site the other day when I was looking for, I don't know, when I was, I think I was looking for old Birthright stuff because that was one of my favorite campaigns. <laughs> See, that's another one I wanted to play. Oh, with so good! Birthright's a fantastic setting from for D and D. It was in second edition, and it was uh, you you played countries like you you were the the prince and the fiefdom or the yeah, fiefdom, yeah yeah or you played uh, like a like a thieves guild and you gained power from all your followers and and when you got enough power points you 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 would get these special abilities and some of the the big bad guys in there had gotten so much power points from being worshipped by their followers that they turned into these monstr- monstrosities. Mm-hmm. And these giant monsters and they were the kind of the big bad creatures i never had time remember you were playing it with a bunch of guys and you guys oh, were going cool. crazy, and i never had time to jump into it and really cool
cool. So the, the whole concept of that was that the, the gods came down to Earth and fought, and they killed themselves. The the the, the one big bad god was, was going to win, and all the other gods sacrificed themselves. And as they blew up and exploded, little bits of god power ended up in the in the world, and all the people absorbed it. And the rulers, you know, kind of got worshipped, and as they got worshipped, they got they, their god power got stronger, and that's what created all these special abilities. And it was kind of like super-powered D&D, but it was really cool. But yeah, so I was looking at looking up that stuff, and I found all these these websites with they've done fish ed, fifth edition conversions for all these old games so uh, the, the one i found was uh yeah you showed me this one here it's cross planes cross planes yeah and they had uh they had fifth edition dark sun now none of this is 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 uh licensed yet and i'm sure wizards of the coast at some point is going to come out with this but oh i'm sure I, if yeah I, they still have the open license so i was wondering about that is fifth edition open license or is it just yeah it, the way i understand it it is it's okay it's open license because you got a lot of aftermarket ones, publishing major. You know, we get them in like, like the Baby Animal book, right? Yeah, that the Baby was open Animal, license. Yeah, uh, that it didn't have stats in it. It was just kind of a generic. Okay. Baby Beastry, mm-hmm. which is pretty funny. The Tome of Monsters or something like Tome of okay. Creatures. That's that's an aftermarket one, but it's all fifth edition. Okay. There's a bunch of modules, and pretty sure it's open license, or mm-hmm. they'd be having a problem with it. But well, I was I was super pumped because uh, I, I I've been looking out, so I they're they're going to re-release. A lot of this stuff. Well, so anyways, all this fan fiction stuff's coming out. Um, you've got the Dark Sun 5th edition that's on there. There's Planescape, which I never played Planescape, but I always wanted to really bad. So well, I uh, I had a little bit of a Planescape. Uh, I had my guys go through a little bit of a Planescape area. Oh, in your adventure? Yeah, my adventure. I had them go through a little bit. Of, I actually used an old Planescape adventure. I actually can't remember. The Moan Drone March. That's the one I used. You I, don't know, know. I don't think I ever read that one. You never. It's uh, it's the it's from the D and D universe where the Moan drones, Mon drones. Maybe I'm saying them wrong. Oh, the order, the little dudes of order. Yeah, and they walk around the planes every so many years and just yeah, they just that was they got caught up in that mess. They had to they had to like usher them, <laughs> usher them from one point to the next because they're just they're just retarded. They just walk. I shouldn't say retarded. They're just dumb. They just walk in a straight line mm-hmm. wherever they're going. Just Who cares? Clean up everything. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not even clean. Just walk and whatever in the way. If they fight it, they fight. If they don't, they don't. But they're just walking. Huh. I had it as part of a uh, part of their. They had to uh, they had to re- redirect this Mondrone army into a demon horde. Oh, okay. Which of course, you know, save the universe and everybody's happy. And I just pulled this up, by the way, the uh, cross planes. Oh, yeah. So the, that one I saw that was particularly interesting to me was they, they I loved He-Man stuff when I was a kid. And they, they're throwing no. up. No. <laughs> they're throwing up no. stats for like Skeletor no. and He-Man and uh, all the masters of the universe. Thought, oh, my God. It's right there. What a cool right. concept. Crossplanes.com. He man, yeah, it's a, it's it's pretty fascinating stuff. The fifth edition Planescapes on there. That's one I've been reading. The, oh my god, they've got some other Forgotten Realms stuff. They got Psionics in here. There's Ravenloft. So, Who's Numenera? The Crux? I don't know any of that. The Crux are believed to be evil demons from another dimension who serve Hordak and his horde in his effort to oh, rule. Oh yeah, that was the horde. Those guys were cool. Crux. Oh, it must be Skeletor. Yeah. Oh wait, I think it's a race of them. Yeah. So yeah. One guy on one planet caused all this problems. <laughs> They've got stats for the sword, the the sword of power. That's fantastic. Where? Yeah, you go down a little bit. Your strength becomes D12 plus three, vigor. Oh, this is for different games. So they have this set up for Savage Worlds. <laughs> so you know, the power search. That's pretty sweet. Oh, that's great. 
Yeah, they get stats for yeah. So, I, there, oh, so there's all sorts of different God. conversions they have in here. Um, I can't see how they're not violating some sort of. It's all fan fiction, so it doesn't really you know. Really oh, matter. is that like something that the, I don't understand yeah. fan fiction too much? You know, the thing that got me thinking about it. So I, I was looking for so Gen Con's having their 50th anniversary coming up. Yeah, still debating if I'm going. I think we should go. There's too many people. <laughs> I don't want to be around that many people. That Star Starfinder. What is that? The the Pazio the the pathfinder guys they're coming out with that oh oh yeah yeah yeah. like traveler not shouldn't say traveler but yeah yeah the space one basically D &D in space D &D in space yeah that's gonna be pretty cool and then i also had if they pull it off yeah you don't get too many there's good uh fantasy sure uh, sci-fi role-playing games but it's like there's bad ones too i mean spelljammers was kind of on the on the edge there but i actually i played in a really good spelljammers campaign at one point that was really really fun i like traveler but it's so wide open i think it's a space adventures that's why it's hard like like i like the star wars rpg yeah because you have it but it's so wide open like D D and stuff you end up with a dungeon crawl or something like that you can bring it back down i mean who who dungeon crawls as a sci-fi i think it's sci-fi the dungeon crawls you, you find an old abandoned spaceship and you're running through and there's monsters popping out at you yeah yeah or, I mean, or you, you land on a temple on an old planet looking for an artifact. and They you know. sell, I mean, they still sell and they still people write them and everything. So there must be good ones. It just, I guess it comes down to a DM too. Yeah. And to me, the idea of like letting player characters go crazy in space and, <laughs> all right, where are you going to go? Uh, oh, God. <laughs> You know, because I want to go to a planet with, like, tiger women. No, 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 no. no. We're not doing that. No, no, no. Well, why not? I'm going to get my ship and go. Yeah. No, No, I mean, I guess the the more you open-end it, the the scarier it can be. But just you've got to find ways to rein them in, you know. Yeah, I guess if you had a normal group. Mm -hmm. But you never do. No, there's always that one (laughs) weird kid that just breaks the system. Yeah. You could, like, you could give them everything. All right, this is going to be a, uh, this is going to be a Firefly role-playing. Right, right. Firefly setting, all you got to do is stay with Firefly. It's pretty dark and bleak and you know you can have the fun with it and nope nope they'll bear off into like i want to go fight the enterprise from star trek <laughs> right, right. i need to find a wormhole no, i'm gonna steal I... a ship and run into the sun okay <laughs> all right that was fun bye <laughs> you, you're out you know the other game that while well, i'm digging through all these archives of old role-playing games uh you remember did you ever play the marvel superhero game mm, yes with the face rip system no it was, it was fighting f- f- fighting agility strength endurance Reason, intuition, and power. Maybe either psychic or power, I don't remember. But those were all the stats for every character. So like Spider-Man had like a, so it was, and it was all percentile. And you had like this big chart and you'd roll and it, whatever your your stat was for that. You, I vaguely remember. Oh, it was like, it was really complicated. But it, if you didn't have the chart, you couldn't figure it out. You had to have this chart. <laughs> <laughs> but we played the heck out of that. That was that was a fun one. I played uh, Villains and Vigilantes. That was a good one, yeah. And uh What's the other one we played? Heroes, superheroes, champion, champions. Oh, That's the one we played. Where it took you like three days to make a character. Yeah, and then I mean, if you died, you were done. Yeah, you're just you're upset about it. And and then there were there were ways to break that system. I remember you could you could put speed because speed counted for every action that you had. Mm-hmm. So you had so many points, and we just my guy just put all his points in speed. And and when we went to the first combat, I got to go like ten times before <laughs> the next guy did. So like I could run over, grab a bomb, stuff in his pants, smack him in the mouth, give him a Flash. wedgie, run away. Yeah. But my <laughs> because I had all these actions. Yeah, that, that, that those systems were fun, but they were easy to break. I know. They uh well they're new. Yeah. You know, you, you've been, you know when you get like four guys 
developing a role-playing game. Sure. play test with maybe 20 people. And this is pre-internet, so. Yeah, so yeah. once you release it to the general public of people. Idiots like me. Yeah. Just... <laughs> hey, did you know that these guys didn't notice this configuration <laughs> of numbers together and they add and. Now it's pointed out on Reddit, like, instantly. Yeah. Like, hey, you can't do this, and yeah. then it's fixed. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, and back then just... you could just break anything. Yeah. It's not in the official rules. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> That's what scares me about fan fiction. No, not scares me, but uh, I like stuff that's standard. Here are the rules. Yeah. This is it. If it's officially, like D&D officially says it's okay, then that's okay. If they have a book for it, everything. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got this online. Josh is the worst. I hate his ranger character. This thing can go, this guy can go before everybody else. And I, it, well, it was a, it was, a wizard, it was on a wizard's website, yeah. so it's official. And I'm like... I still think it's broken. But so it's stuff like that. And then all of a sudden you got some guy who probably didn't play test this. And right, right. Don't get me wrong. It's got a good background. Like, that's hilarious. They got stats for P-Man. Kind of right? cool. That's great. But are they play tested? But then know? again, you remember second edition D&D when we, we played with a guy who had a sash that could do more damage than oh, a yeah, double-handed yeah. sword. So yeah, there's yeah, always yeah. been broken. You know, <laughs> he's whipping people with a sash like 10 times around and he could, he could do more damage than a yeah. two-handed sword. Then for no reason. I have steel cloth sash. Like, okay, All that's right. a rule I've never seen before. <laughs> well, I, I, I printed it out, see? <laughs> On my I, dot matrix printer. Yeah, no, the, the old dot matrix printer. It's in black and white. It's got to be real. Yeah, I made it up. <laughs> that's more like it. Ah, uh, that's funny. But yeah, no, there's the, I, I'm liking all these... Uh, I, I like all the, the alternative stuff that's coming out for the mainstream games because then it, it's driving people to get back. You know, so say you had a guy that's never really gamed before and all of a sudden he was like, you know, I loved I loved Thundercats. And all of a sudden there's game stuff on here. Like, no, we can no, play role-playing games. And then he gets in and buys a D&D book and, you know, converts yeah, it to fifth it's edition. Yeah, because it's still the core. Yeah, you still need the core books. It's like, I, I don't care. And I'd love to see Wizards pick it up. Sure. And, and, Aren't and, they related to Hasbro? They were at one point, right? Oh, they're, yeah, they're owned by Hasbro. Why, why wouldn't you write stuff for that? You know what? I, Who knows? What I would die, I'd die for because this is my childhood. If they remember the old D twenty modern, <laughs> yeah. Why didn't they make a GI Joe for that? I read, I read all the comic See, books. I, super cool. You th- well, I, if I remember D twenty modern, it's kind of dark. D- oh, D- yeah, it was. You'd have to nerf it. You, even yeah, so. nobody actually died. You know, you just yeah. You just tasered everybody all the time. But even so, a modern role playing game where you you know you're fighting Cobra. I like Cobra. So yeah. great. Some yeah. of those comic, even the revamp comic books are really good. And I think that those would be fantastic role playing games. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> But there's a lot of good, s- yeah. but there's so many out sure. there that cross over. So it's like, I can also understand why they wouldn't want to, like Savage World, you can write anything you want using Savage World rules mm-hmm. and any background and there it is. Yeah. Uh, what did I just pick up that, uh, I don't know about Undead, but I love Zombie Worlds and I'm mm-hmm. trying to decipher this uh, Outbreak Undead. They just had a second edition come out. I'm trying to read about that because I'd, I'd love to run, because that's a serious Undead, like a real survival, like mm-hmm. Walking Dead type of scenario. It's yeah. really ability. But those are for serious guys. You can't sure. have like the muckety mucks running around. Oh, yeah. It. There's that. See, uh, I'd just be depressed. I'd come, I'd, I saw I had to stop yeah, watching hey. Walking Dead. I was depressed watching it. <sighs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do this role playing game. I have to. Well, yeah, you could do that, but I mean, it would still be fun. But you know, you know it, it, that's another game. What was the you, other you one? You know what I saw in here that you're gonna go, you're gonna love. They did a fifth edition conversion for Gamma World in there. Oh no! So, <laughs> so you could you could convert all your old Gamma World. Oh, I love old Gamma. World. I know you love Gamma World. 
it's just a great well you grow up as a you know 80s kid right expecting the cold war and nuclear fallout at any moment oh god it's it's so funny to me all the you know we were doing stuff like this just adding this to our normal dnd campaigns back then oh there's a spaceship in the you know yeah (laughs) i mean that was actual adventure was like you know one of the old adventures first edition adventures was your your, you found a spaceship you found a spaceship why we don't know but hey what the heck there's a whole pathfinder campaign where there was a spaceship that crashed and the ai became a god such Mm -hmm. a cool it was a really cool like yeah run with it story arc that they went with and then it had like little little robots that were like they were almost like skeletons i was like oh this is this is really clever well that's i mean pathfinder does a lot of good stuff yeah there's they, a, there's a they lot ran of... with a lot of cool stories and i think uh fifth edition kind of brought back a lot of guys that it, it did it, it you did know brought me pathfinder. back to D. Yeah, yeah yeah i i was kind of like eh, i was yeah it rejuvenated my interest in it and my ability to play and it's easy to convert too yeah i've been using nothing but first edition adventures mm-hmm. without even like doing any work i just yeah. open it up and oh okay, this is easy you know i just What's fun is I, I'm running a game on like once a month on Monday nights for for a bunch of guys that never played D&D before. Mm-hmm. Just guys that, you know, I know from, you know, one of them is a tattoo artist and another one's, you know, just a buddy of mine for the bar. Um, it's really fun. Like, you know, it's, it's you feel like a like a, like a a 13-year-old kid again. You know, the, the new edition makes you feel like you're a little kid again playing It's not games. hard. There's not some yeah. num- not number crunching and all that. Yeah. As a player character, there's enough that you build your character, but as a DM, it's still simple because oh, they yeah. just pop it out and there it is yeah and all the rules are there and it's not a big the hardest part i have is they still have a lot of spells Mm -hmm. i mean which would any good game would so like if if a monster has spells oh jeez you get stop and read it and i gotta read (laughs) (laughs) give me two seconds (laughs) yeah let me see what i can do oh whoa you know it's like all of a sudden i can do cool stuff but then even that gets excited i'm like oh my crap i can do this let me try this on these guys (laughs) i'd like to put together a maybe we should do this on the immortals page somewhere a list of like gaming um enhancers so like there's a site i use for work called kahoot where it's like like a quiz show that you can do quizzes so every time you have to stop and read something go hey guys pull out your phones we're gonna do a little quiz and it plays like background it's a like game show music well uh, we'll have to go into that later oh I'll, my lord uh, it's it's fun it'd Does be sound like for gaming you could you could totally do a little little segue so when you're going hey i need two minutes to to read oh, this for them to do yeah, the players yeah. so the players could then take this little side quiz you know where all right you know how many this eyes could be a, preloaded oh you could pre you could make up anything you want how many eyes does a beholder have and then they it's it's like uh like like it's on their phone you, so you, you download the app and it, and then it comes up on a screen like you just put your computer up and and it, it it'll give the questions and it times them and then it gives like four multiple choice answers and then they have to answer on their phone and how fast they answer they get more points oh my god why are i not doing oh my it's the greatest thing i'll show you i don't know if if you've ever been in our store you know that we have like multiple screens everywhere yeah and uh we can cast to them so i could do that for my phone cast to one of these screens with the thing and say okay hey go take the quiz and there's a be a prize of like a a soda pop or something yeah or or, leave me alone for 10 minutes right right whoever 50 gold pieces forever wins the quiz you know and and it just goes through and then you can you can read what you have to read and it kind of what does this cost is it an free it's a free it's a free thing it's free website we it's an educational thing they use in schools i use them for presentations to keep them interesting little, little it doesn't have to be educational no right? you could do dnd stuff you can do anything you want on it it's kahoot.it it's a really really fun little uh website that, that no cost no cost free just i yeah you just use it to, to to make quizzes for people and then it goes by scores all right that's gonna happen yeah i'll, I'll show you how to set up <laughs> it's uh it's it's pretty cool but you can you can do all sorts of stuff or or uh, even recap the last week's game if you wanted with that but, but we should <laughs> i should quiz last week's game yeah quiz last week's do you guys pay attention at all <laughs> or do you just scream and yell at me and so, who killed the captain? Was it A, his own stupid decisions? <laughs> yeah. Was it B, Pedro's character? Yeah. Was it C? Which one of you dummies died last week? Right. A? <laughs> right, right. 
So uh, you know, but but I, I, I think, should I shouldn't call my player characters dummies. <laughs> I think we should uh, we should put together a list of all the player enhancements that you can put on there. Like there's there's all these websites with maps that you can download that that that, that fans made or these fan sites or I like the quiz thing. For... The quiz thing will be fun too. Yeah, that's Kahoot. Oh Kahoot no, I'm like on stuck on a quiz thing. Oh, there's there's tons of stuff that you can. I could do. do that for Magic. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You could, there's all sorts of stuff you can do to enhance your games and not just play. You could like have like a siren go off, quiz time, and there'd be prizes. Absolutely. Oh my god. Why am I not doing this? Yeah. Well, we'll you sure it doesn't cost any money? I've used it a hundred times. Nothing. Well, uh, I'll, I'll show you how to set it up. We'll put we'll put a link to it on the website so everybody else can do it, and then uh, yeah, show you what it so it's there. A link I, so they can play the game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so they can play our quizzes see, too. Why are we not doing this? But you, the best is do them live. Aren't you supposed to be discussing this stuff with me? <laughs> not like when we're in the middle of a podcast. All of a sudden, I have to think about it. And the people at the listening to the podcast is like who cares what are these guys talking about uh, no but the, the cool part about it is like it, any normal game so any game you're playing you can add these little enhancements to it to make your games better and I think we should there's, there's tons of them out there so I, I would I would argue any of the the listeners out there you know the all three or four of you if you could, if you could just email us I think there's five five the fifth one, yeah, whoever if you could email us the the anything that you use in your games to make your games more visually stimulating or interesting other than just regular standard role-playing stuff like this quiz show thing we, we we'd love to compile these so that other people can use these and, and run some really fantastic games that's a pretty good idea we should come up with that more often yeah yeah so i'd love to hear what you guys have out there in in, in never never in the, in the audience more specifically, you should come up with these ideas. Uh, or I will come up with these ideas. Hey, speaking of which, are you going to even give me a profile picture for this? Uh, yeah. Because I'm not using the one you gave me. <laughs> <laughs> the Photoshop of my face on a guy riding a, a shark with machine guns. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. Was not, that was not okay? <laughs> yeah, that's not. All right. Oh. That's, I, I prefer something. Super dreamy? Yeah. I've got uh, one right here on my phone. No, 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 All no. All my clothes are on and everything. No. That's <laughs> yeah, also what I worry about. <laughs> I worry about the pictures I get from you. Yeah. So I'll put a picture of me up there so you guys can see. Uh, hey, hey, look at this. No, what, I don't want to look at this. What this weirdo looks like in real life. But no, I, I, would, I would love to see a list like that just so I can come up with better ideas and better things to do for my gamers. You know, so, so my new game, my new 10-year plan is I'm, I'm trying to not have to work anymore. I just want to role play and day drink. <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> trying to become independently wealthy so that I don't have to do this anymore. I, Maybe getting a rental properties. I don't know, something. I don't know if that would... <laughs> I mean, wouldn't, isn't that, I, no offense, but I think that's the first steps to the smelly gamer. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't want to work, so I can just role play. It's true. You know, taking a bath is really cutting into my role playing time. <laughs> See, I have that, like, neurosis thing you where know, I shower three times a day, so I don't know that it would ever happen to me. Haircuts just, they get in the way of my games. <laughs> See, I have a, this is kind of cute barber, so I like to go to the haircut thing, and I, <laughs> I, I really have a problem with showering. Like, oh, I stepped in a mud puddle, I should probably take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> or I sneezed on my hand. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna have to shower, guys. Or even oh like, God! I think I sweat. Even like it's it's cold in Cleveland. I have to take a shower. <laughs> I'm the worst. Skin's gonna flake off at like age thirty. You know. I wore a sweater for an hour. Oh, yeah, right. right. I may have sweat. A. I have to wash this clothes, and B. I have to take a shower. Yeah, that's brush not... my teeth like six times a day. You talk to a doctor about that. No, I'm just OCD. I think. Okay. <laughs> Is that why we don't have any soap or Windex? Why never, never soap. Every time I go in the back, there's no soap. 
Where's all the soap? Yeah, Brock's been washing his hands. <laughs> Must be nervous again. I don't know. He's <laughs> nervous about that upcoming magic tournament. Oh, he's got a draft. Hold on. He's, he's got a draft. He's washed his Pick hands. Pick a card, wash a hand. Push a card, wash you know, a hand. I, I hate to say this, but you get the store here, we have free popcorn. And and it makes me nuts when people eat popcorn during drafts because there's, there's like popcorn uh, in their fingers. And they pass me like greasy cards. And I'm, just, I'm just angry and upset. And I just, and I just want to wipe the cards off, but you can't Windex them. This really, really bothers me a lot. You know, we start handing people gloves. Oh, geez, yeah, I would definitely hand out gloves. <clears throat> you gonna eat that popcorn? Can Can I feed you the popcorn? <laughs> right. Or chopsticks. Chopsticks. Stick it in their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> just, just wait till we're done drafting. Eat your popcorn. That's all I ask. Nope. No. Yeah. Nope. You don't have to shovel it in your face. That's why we oh, like greasy popcorn. It makes oh. people buy sleeves. And it makes me crazy. And uh, extra salt for the pop. <laughs> just, yeah. Popcorn's yeah. free. Pops three dollars. Yep. That's. <laughs> First one's always yeah. free. No, no, it's the Shasta's three dollars. You want Coke? It's four fifty. I love it. I love it. No. But yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, no. So I'm, I'm, I'm currently looking for new enhancements for all my role playing stuff to make it more fun. So I, it's, I keep dreaming about. It. I want to see little 3D printers with dungeon tiles so we can like build them as we go. No. Like, oh, geez. Tomorrow I've got a big game. I designed this dungeon. Can we just print this out? Yeah, and then you'll have like a room full of dungeon tiles. It's gonna be great. Uh, that I mean... you can make beds out of <laughs> and chairs. I okay, 3D printed my chair out of dungeon tiles <laughs> right why does your furniture all look like stone pieces <laughs> like little stone pieces ah, the cushion is actually just shredded uh, character sheets <laughs> I tiled my bathroom in dungeon tiles like the, the backdrop <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's skeletons in your in your backdrop there it's true there are yeah, the color took forever. I had to dry brush all that. I dry brushed my bathroom. Oh, the D and D all three hundred square feet of it. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. But yeah, so that's I guess um, we got off topic from Ars Magica to I know fan fiction D and D to OCD. Yeah, I think game stuff. I think we're good. I think we rambled long <laughs> enough on this one. I guess the point of the day was that I wanted to talk about Ars Magica and other yeah. role playing games. So yeah. we got that passed. If you do have any ideas though, for uh, you know, any, you want to give us any ideas on what you do as part of your uh, role-playing game to make it a better experience you can always love email. to hear it all right guys this has been fun if you want to get a hold of us and drop us an email you can email us at podcast.immortalsinc at gmail.com give us a call at the shop at 216-712-7169 or just stop in we're open all week hopefully we'll see you all right bye bye